I guess we'll put a little music here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a little bit of music. It's zigzag. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay, I'll do the intro. This is Zigzag, the business podcast about being human. Uh, this is actually a very special episode of Zigzag. My name is Manoush Zamarodi, and I am here with my business co-founder and co-host of the show, Jen Point. Hello, Jen. Hello. And we haven't been here for a while, and we're going to explain why in just a moment. The world clearly has changed immensely, and big changes are coming to our business, too. We're going to get to that in just a minute. But Jen, why don't you do a quick little recap for folks who maybe haven't been here in a while or even if they're new, not sure why you'd be here if you're new, but hello, and to all of our friends and listeners who've been so supportive of us since we left our jobs uh, about two years ago to start our company, Stable Genius Productions. Yeah, so we've been on this insano wild ride uh, in the first <laughs> couple of seasons. Uh, you can actually hear some of that insanity. It's very... Um, there's a lot of ups and downs and excitement. Manush and I left uh, our public radio jobs at WNYC to start this production company, and we did it with funding from a crypto company that was trying to save journalism, uh, We, which we were like, all right, we're in. There's technology. There's journalism. We can make a podcast about it. And we documented the heck out of that experience for a good year, year and a half, maybe. Yep. And, and it kept us afloat financially, too. It did. It was a great experiment. We ended up making our old show also through Stable Genius Productions, which was very exciting. That show was called Note to Self. So we made a couple business deals that worked out really well for us at the time. And we got to make some amazing radio. Uh, and then we decided we needed to figure out the business model and pivot a little bit because we were working our butts off. And we also have kids. So... We decided to really think about what kind of show we wanted to make and where ZigZag was going. And we made a bit of an editorial pivot uh, last season in season four. Yeah, I feel like we kind of found our stride. That was really when we realized the show, you know, the first year of ZigZag was about us making a big change to how we saw the world and how we saw our role in the world. And the second year was really about documenting other people's uh, unusual ways of looking at how they do business, like from Grace Bonney, who was the founder of the website Design Sponge, who just decided that she didn't want to play this digital ad game and decided to close her business, to the CEO of MailChimp, who decided to never take venture capital investment money so that he could run his business by the way he saw fit the, through a sort of particular lens of ethics and values. And like, it was really fun. Like the last season, I think especially, we had lots of really fun conversations with the weirdos out there in business who've been rethinking um, how you make money, how you pay your employees, how you source your products, how you live your life as a business person. And I learned a ton, I feel like. I did too. And I, I mean, the crazy thing about it is we made a lot of episodes last season. Mm -hmm. And in some ways, I feel like it really was quite on track for thinking about where the business world was going right up until the pandemic. Like really seriously, bit some big ideas about capitalism and what was happening with workers and with the environment. I mean, the episode that you did 
uh, the interview you did with, um, called, oh. it's called The Guy Who Quit Planes for Good. Oh, yeah. No Fly Guy. Yes. The guy who quit right? flying. And we were like, well, this will never happen. People won't stop flying. That can't is impossible. And here we are, and the whole world has stopped flying. It's so crazy. I think about that all the time now. Yeah. Just, yeah. It, uh, it's wild. It's almost like zigzag its moment has come with the pandemic. I know that that's awful because there are tens of millions of people who don't have jobs and our economy is in complete free-for-all and crisis. But part of me through this whole pandemic has been thinking, like, is this the reset that our climate needed? Is this the reset that these big companies who, you know, people just weren't up in arms enough about how poorly they have been treated and paid, like the people who work in Amazon warehouses and Grocery stores, yeah. like suddenly, as we sit in our sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but as we all. sit in our closets today, there is a nationwide <laughs> yes. boycott on Amazon and ordering from Amazon today to show the solidarity for the people that are working in those warehouses and delivering our stuff. These are things that I didn't think would ever be real, and unfortunately, it took a virus that killed tens of thousands of people to make it possible. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Anyway, when we last came to you from this podcast feed uh, was in December. And at the time, I believe we said, we have a big announcement for you and we'll be sharing it with you in the new year. And then we didn't put out a new episode. In January, we didn't put out a new episode in February, and we didn't put out a new episode in March. Uh, do you want to <laughs> this is weird I know. Jen. it's like do you want to explain why <laughs> do you want to explain why <laughs> well every week we'd be like are we going to put the new episode out next week what do you think about next week how about two weeks from now and every yeah. week there was a there was a legitimate reason why we had to delay the big announcement and we did end up at least making this announcement that we were that we kept uh, floating at the end of season four we did end up making that announcement at least on social and in our kind of more smaller podcasting community was that, of course, that you had joined uh, the TED Radio Hour at TED. Woohoo! We had talked about that on the show. But um, the other thing that we were working on was a deal with TED to partner with them and bring ZigZag under the TED umbrella. Yeah. So we kind of decided to make a pretty big gamble at the end of 2019. And, And the gamble was this that I would go and be host uh, of TED Radio Hour for NPR and that Jen would consolidate her efforts on building ZigZag into kind of a powerhouse podcast under the TED umbrella, uh, and that we would stop making note to self as work for hire. I would stop making IRL, the other podcast I was hosting uh, for Mozilla, and we would really concentrate our efforts on ZigZag because— of a number of reasons. One was that we were fried, uh, working our butts off, running a business, making three podcasts, and then it was going to be four with TED Radio Hour. Mm-hmm. The other was that we really felt as though the ads model wasn't paying our bills. And so, you know, the idea that we you hear ads on our podcast. And so we'd really been excited about the idea of finding a single or maybe two sponsors for the podcast that sort of jibed with our content. And and that was the plan to do that for ZigZag. And then, of course, this pandemic happened. So we should just be clear, too. What, sorry. One of the reasons that we were excited about joining TED, and by the way, we love the people at Radiotopia. That was not a oh, yeah, light decision. Sure. 
But the ad models are different. That was one of the reasons that we wanted to leave. I think mm. that's kind of important to point yes. out. Was that, yes. the, that TED, which is this big powerhouse brand, media brand that goes ju- that goes beyond podcasts, wanted to experiment with selling sponsorship in, in a totally different way that we re- we were really excited about. Yes, so I just yes. Note no, that's that. a very good point. And I have to. We should also add that like. Radiotopia, the the podcasting sort of cooperative or group that we were part of, they were super, super supportive of us and understood that, like, you know, we we needed to try to change how our business was done because we were well, – how should we put it, Jen? Well – we, we just weren't making enough money with that particular ad model, and we needed to figure out how to grow our numbers and joining, you know. Joining a joining big a, brand like Ted seemed like it was going to work for us. Yes. Yeah. It seemed like such a good plan. Yeah. So, um, so but it was a huge risk, and we kind of, you know, chuckled nervously when we talked about it because it was like Jen's entire salary was going to come from – producing the show and my salary would come from hosting uh, TED Radio Hour. And it didn't seem that crazy until you have a global pandemic and advertising revenue completely dries up and the TED conference is no con- canceled and yep. all the things that we uh, ever, well, the world yeah. shifted overnight and yeah, um, it just got it became kind of nuts like really fast <laughs> do you remember we like, uh, like d- <laughs> yeah so how i mean people listening might be like well didn't you have like a runway like didn't you have like yeah like there's a couple to- things there's a couple ways to answer that question. One is that we didn't go for like venture capital funding. So our cash reserves were pretty low, I think, for any business, Mm -hmm. like relatively. And I was I was like, especially towards the end of the year, as we were Mm -hmm. wrapping up both Note to Self and ZigZag, I was also in charge of doing of like covering the books. We have we have accountants. We had accountants and bookkeepers as well helping. But I did make a small well, a big accounting mistake when it came to um, <laughs> when our last payment from Note to Self came in. I thought it was going to come in later because of the way our contract worked. And uh, because some a lot of money was going in and out at the end of the year, I missed it. So we did end up having like less of a runway as well, uh, so, which I told you about right away. Yeah, I was mortified yeah. and cried. And it's hard to do all the things when you're trying to be creative and also you know, run the books and, you know, it's, but that runway still wasn't, I don't know how long that would have gotten us even in in yeah. the context of this. Like it wouldn't, I don't think it really would have made a huge difference, honestly. So to be clear, like we were going to let people know we're taking the show to Ted and we, we had started producing season five of ZigZag and we just were kind of like, you know, waiting to get a sponsor signed up and then pandemic hits and what did what did what was going through your mind Jen I mean well you know I don't think I've made a secret like of the fact that uh you know I've we've talked openly about in the past about having gone through moments of serious burnout or mental health crises in our past or something like that where, you know, anxiety spirals into depression and that sort of thing. And I will say I could feel myself 
um, once the pandemic hit, uh, feeling deeply anxious about the state of this business as, as like a single mom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think like millions of people are feeling it's like, if you can work from home, that's a blessing, but you're also surrounded by your kids 24 seven, which is exhausting and for you, like, when you're with your son, it's just you and him, and that's hard. And also, like, we didn't have a deal. Like, we didn't have money yeah, to make the show. Yeah, like, we have, we eventually got, um, you know, we had signed a contract with Ted, and they've been wonderful as well. We should just say that. Like, totally. everyone has been wonderful. Um, but we did, we signed a contract, but they hadn't um, secured the sponsorship yet, and which is understandable in, the, in this context but um but yeah we didn't have any money we knew we didn't have any money coming in so we were looking you know down the road at like our budget and my health insurance comes out of it and my son's and and like you said like the way my custody works is that I have my son week on and week off he goes to his dad's house every other week but on those weeks that I have him just like all other parents out there, if you're trying to help your kid distance learn, like all of a sudden you have kind of another almost full-time job on your hands, you know, in yeah. addition to caretaking and cleaning and the food and all the stuff that you do as a parent. And so just that adjustment alone, like for me mentally was just like pretty overwhelming. I feel as though I should mention the weirdly serendipitous thing had that had happened just, I think, maybe a week before the pandemic, which was that um, a fellow podcasting company had reached out. Just we'd been having conversations with them every six months, maybe a year. Um, yeah. And so they were weird. like, we haven't talked to you in a while. Let's have a call. And we had a call and they wanted to talk about maybe doing a, a partnership together and making a new show and even just a couple weeks before the pandemic, we were like, nope, we're, we're really focused on ZigZag. And then suddenly, uh, Jen, you were like, well, maybe I should give them a call. Maybe because they're, they're building their podcast portfolio and, and you needed work. Yep. So we talked about, and you had kind of floated the idea of maybe me consulting for them a little bit on the side. Uh, and that's that was like a, a potential zigzag for us was me like consulting, you know, for for I don't know how many months to like kind of get us through until um, things would settle down. But as mm-hmm. we kept going and it kept going and the pandemic kept getting worse and the economy kept getting worse, it was just like, I don't know, does this even make sense? You know, it's just it was just yeah. hard to see how we were going to how we were going to pull that off. And then there's also, like, honestly, there's no guarantees. Like, we took a while to figure out the groove for ZigZag, and Mm -hmm. that's okay. Like, that's kind of the way we work. But we did it without a lot of money, you know? We did it as a small business and without a bunch of millions of dollars to, like, market. And and, and that's that's, it was a kind of a hard road to sow in some ways, but uh, also very worthwhile. Like, I don't regret any of it. It's just why, like, it reminds me of the conversation I had with Ari Weinschweig. On season four. Mm -hmm. Where I asked him at the end if he ever gets anxious still about, you know, like the business failing and or ending. And he was like, yeah, every day. Like, (laughs) 
And I remember thinking, God, there's no way. Yeah. You have, like, you bring in millions of dollars. Like, you guys are so successful. And Yeah, just chill out, man. Yeah. And, now... and he's like, no, that's, that's, it's totally possible. And I think. What's the name of his company, Jen? Zingerman's. Zingerman's. Wait, and just what does Ari do again? Remind me, he's the head of, Z- the founder, co-founder. of like a cooperative of delis and food companies called Zingerman's, right? Yeah, it's a, it's. It's amazing. It's based in Ann Arbor, and him and his co-founder started it as like a deli and then just slowly expanded into all of these like kind of like food arts, small business branch offs, cooperatives. And good thing they also had a very strong mail order business. And I'm I'm guessing that that's probably keeping them afloat right now. But some of the other people that we interviewed for season four, like Dan Price, right. uh, the CEO who took a, of a um, credit card operations company who took a huge pay cut so that he could pay his employees well. He's struggling right now. Yep. I mean, it's it's heartbreaking to I follow him on Twitter and his God, his announcements every day are just wild. I mean, how much revenue they're losing. They had to take a like the company had to make a vote. Basically, they voluntarily Mm -hmm. decided to take a pay cut so nobody would lose their job. It's just heartbreaking to see people go through this. So just To put a finer point on it, two years ago, Jen and I became entrepreneurs. It has been (laughs) Jen and Manisha's excellent adventure, (laughs) uh, a wild ride. We've learned a ton, but because of the current situation, we have decided to dissolve the partnership, Yeah, but not the friendship. That's right. I I wonder if people are like, if our longtime listeners are going to be shocked or what the reaction would, what their reactions would be. It feels yeah, like so shocking. Too. Like I would, I would definitely went through a period of like, uh, when I started to realize that like this was a possibility, like grief, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even think of it as being a possibility. And then you said it and you said it very matter of factly. And I was like, wait, what? I know. And I was like, I know. oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. Like, in some ways, I, like, I don't know what to say because I think I'll just, like, I don't really want to cry. <laughs> it is very weird and sad. And I, I know I don't sound very emotional right now, but I think... I've realized that I've spent half my life as a journalist, and when shocking things happen, um, I compartmentalize. Like, I go into observer mode. It's how I've dealt with being on the sites of plane crashes and uh, revolutions and (laughs) horrible things happening all over the world. I think it's a coping mechanism, and I'm just kind of like, huh, who would have thought it would have gone this way? I know. I mean— it is like deep. It's just so if you really go through all the events that we were just talking about, though, it's like there's no way we could have predicted this a year ago. Like no way. No, no, no. Because you and I are also like maybe to our detriment, complete optimists, I think. Yeah. Um, if you had to say like what we or what you feel like you learned or where you think we could have done better what do you think i think we could have i think we should have marketed better 
I think we got so wrapped up in like making beautiful, amazing shows. Like, yeah. I think they were, I'm proud of them. I'm proud of what we made. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we're nominated for a Webby <laughs> Award. For best hosts. Like, yeah, best host alongside uh, Mo Rocca. Ronan Farrow. Ronan Farrow. <laughs> uh, Russell Brand. And Hillary That's Kerr. That's my favorite. And Hillary Kerr, who I had not, I had not heard oh, of. Oh, really? I'm embarrassed to say. No. But anyway. Um, I mean, I think we're we should pulling say, up the rear. Are... <laughs> so, folks, if you're listening, exactly. please do vote for us. We can't let Ronan Farrow win. Actually, we could. No, I was going to say, amazing, I actually like, almost said, like, I want to, I kind of want to vote for Ronan Farrow. <laughs> no, come on. You can't do that. How great would it be if, like, we win the Webby Award as best host and dissolve our partnership, par- partnership the same so month? Sad. Oh, highs and lows. Um, okay, sorry, I interrupted you. What are we doing well and badly? I think I we, I, we're, I'm we're very, about? very proud of the content we made. I think it was experimental. Yes. I think it was unique. I think it was... Uh, beautiful, honest. Um, and so I'm very, very proud of that. We worked our butts off to make good work. And mm. that will be seriously one of the like shining achievements, at least in my career. But I do think mm. like we we joked around a couple of weeks ago on the phone, like maybe we're just bad business people, you know? Like we were and you I said think we actually really might be. I don't know. I mean, we made some pretty interesting what business did I say? deals. You said you said, yeah, it's kinda like we just made like a really cool two year long art project. <laughs> that's how I've decided to think about it. Do you think that's bad? I don't know. I mean, I don't want to give a short shrift for the experiment that we were carrying out from the business side of things. Like we were First of all, we made some deals with some pretty big media outlets um, and well-respected and with well-respected people. And I think the I think the lessons that we were constantly asking ourselves about when it came to like runway and money and um, and like how much money we needed to like really run this. Like I do some I've been thinking about it a lot and I think like. I don't know how. I'm not sure how I would have done it totally differently, but I feel like we should have focused a lot more on marketing. And I don't think that out. was it. I think that you and I weren't willing to give up what we do and what we're good at. Uh, you're an amazing audio producer. I think I'm a pretty good host. And we like our jobs. And we got immense satisfaction out of them and making things that we believed in. And at the end of the day, there just wasn't enough time to do the all the other things that needed to happen, which was marketing, which was developing new talent who wouldn't need us to be next to them all the time, which was building a team of people. I just think that you and I... Maybe we just didn't have enough time, though. I don't know. Like that we I don't like know. we knew all of that, and we knew like it was always the plan to eventually hire someone to help us do that stuff. You know, maybe we just ran out of time. Maybe nothing like a pandemic to put a for real. This I mean, bump in your plans. Well, yeah. and that's the other thing though. Is like it's going to sound obvious, but you know we're very very lucky too. Like yes, the business is dissolving, but we both have work. We can both take care of our kids. Like, there's a lot of, like, to me, the fact that there's, like, a safe harbor and that we can both go do what we do. Oh, is, absolutely. We're so fortunate. I just want to, like, note that, that, yes, this has been, like, pretty heartbreaking to realize, like, that this is the way it's turned out 
but in some ways yeah. it's okay too. And we both decided that our friendship is more important to preserve. And I think that's yeah. pretty amazing too, actually. I do too. Is it okay if we talk about what happens now? Sure. Yeah. So I think actually this will be, um, I hope, helpful in some way to people who are having to make hard decisions as well. You know, you pay to start a business, lawyers and filings with state courts and all the rest of it, Mm -hmm. and insurance and accountants, and you have to pay to dissolve a partnership as well. So (laughs) we're back on the phone with lawyers and accountants and sort of trying to wrap things up financially and we're now in the phase where we have to figure out, like, you know, what bills do we need to pay and, you know, just sort of tidying up all the spreadsheets, mm-hmm. as it were. And then um, we got to figure out, like, what happens to the company. And is it okay if I tell people, yeah. like— Yeah, sure. Okay, okay. So I want to take over Stable Genius Productions, not because I want to make a million podcasts, because for me it works— as a holding, as uh, as a, you know, just a way to structure the way I do my taxes and our leases for our office is with Stable Genius Productions and dissolving the LLC after we had to put in so much work to get it set up kind of seems like a bummer. So, so I think I'm just going to take it over um, and keep the books as simple as possible. <laughs> Because I do not enjoy that stuff. I certainly, I think I knew it before. It's been confirmed. I do not enjoy budgeting and tracking and stuff. I like big picture, forward casting, but I, I'm not a person who cleans up behind. So there's that. And I hope to continue to make some zigzag episodes uh, still with Ted, but I don't know when or what format that will take. I have some ideas that I'm kind of letting percolate, mm-hmm. but now there's really not as much urgency. And as someone who always likes to move fast, 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 go, 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 I'm trying to sit with that lack of urgency and kind of try to even enjoy it and let my brain sort of, because this is what I do love to do. I like to think of big ideas and weird ways to explain them to people. And so I'm trying to like enjoy and em- embrace this space that I have now Mm -hmm. that I'm not running around like a maniac and um it's ironic right Washington that like you can't travel to do your speeches and this whole thing is kind of in a way forced to slow down for everyone but really really I think physically for you too yep and I I I know a lot of people are really struggling uh, in quarantine and lockdown, and and I it feels awful to say this when I know so many people are having such a hard time. But there's part of me that's really, um, I think, thriving in this. Mm-hmm. Just I feel like I'm living one life right now, mm-hmm. and it's like linear. It's in real time, as opposed to trying to be in a million places all at once. And um, do you think you'll try to keep a little bit of that, like a flavor of that, when things lift finally? I do. Yeah, I do. I, You know, there's there's something about it that's like I don't think I would have had the guts to try for myself mm-hmm. or wouldn't have been able to try. Like, but, you know, everyone's working remotely. Everyone's working weird hours. Everyone 
is feeling strange and and there's very there's no judgment right now. Yeah. It's kind of awesome. Yeah. Like people are being at least in our in my world, I feel very lucky to say that, like being pretty great. And um the the NPR team that make Ted Radio Hour are just lovely human beings and um and that's been and I was remote for that team anyway, so that's no big deal. Um I'm sad about our empty office in Brooklyn, but I know I'm sad about that too. I'm so proud of that but, team office. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. What about you? Well, I've been consulting for a, a mindfulness app, which is pretty interesting. Making you know, I'm sure people know it. Yeah, I don't know Do if I, not I'm not sure it? if I should. Okay, but I've been don't consulting. Name it. Okay, I would, but I don't want to. I don't want to mess anything up. Yeah, with yeah, them. yeah. But um, it's but it's cool. interesting. They they do have they have podcast content and they want to expand it. So I've been working with them. It's ideas. kind of a beautiful marriage of the two things that you are really into. It really is, actually. It's crazy. It's been a wonderful thing because it's something that I think about all the time anyways, as you know. And I, I don't know how much I've talked about on the, that on the show, but I'm very, I've am very, i been very interested in um, mental health and well-being and mindfulness and uh, yoga. They don't really do yoga, but like for me, yoga is a mindfulness practice as well. So... Um, so it's good. It's a very interesting um, meld for me. And I really like working with them and I hope it continues. And, um, and so far it's been uh, kind of the way I've described it to them a couple of times, just in general, that's a very like uh, respectful uh, team of people. They're just lovely people, just like the people that you're talking about at NPR. And um, so I've described it to them once as like feeling like it's a bit of a safe harbor right now. So I feel very lucky to have landed there with them. So the last thing I, I feel like we need to do, well, I guess I want to say like, please don't unsubscribe from the podcast because I do want to bring you something. My brain is working on it and I want it to be good and I want to be respectful of your time. So I won't bring it to you till it's ready. But please don't unsubscribe from the ZigZag podcast feed and I guess the other thing I want to say, and this is the part where I really might cry, um, the thing that got us through the last two years, I think you'll agree, Jen, are those amazing emails and tweets and Instagram messages. Yeah. Yep. From listeners. Yeah. Thank you. We you have been generous. Some of you have been generous with your stories. You've lent us your voice. You've told us uh, questions that you have that you've hoped that we can help answer. You've told us thoughts you've had on our episodes. Some of them have been, ex- like, ridiculously generous. Mm-hmm. A couple have been mean, and I've enjoyed those as well. <laughs> um, they really didn't like that swearing also, episode. <laughs> I know. Still feel weird about that one. Um some of you have made donations and were part of the weird civil crypto blockchain experiment in the first year. You know who you are. Represents. We will always have civil. A lot of you are trying really, really, really hard to make a living for you, yourself, your family, to feel satisfied as an individual, whether that's creatively or some of you love building businesses. 
so many different things motivate you. But you've also all got the thing that Jen and I have been thinking so hard about, which is the collective outlook about how do you make decisions that aren't just what benefits you, but what benefits the collective we, and not in like a Marxist sort of way, although I guess there's a little bit of that, but in a in an idea that we can build resiliency. And I think that, you know, in a weird way, this pandemic has really shown that this group of listeners, you guys are head of the curve, you know, and if more people felt like you did, then maybe we wouldn't be in this situation where um, we don't have health care for those who need it most, where a pandemic hits low income and minority groups disproportionately hard, mm-hmm. where uh, people who uh, help us take care of our families, grocery workers, delivery people, are barely paid enough to live on. And so um, I actually feel that, oddly, that this, you know, the the planet actually needed a reset, and so did our values. And I think, you know, depending on the day, I feel really pessimistic that we're screwed. And other times I'm like, nope, this is exactly what needed to happen. There there needed to be a wake-up call. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you think, Jen, before we go? I think in a weird way it could be both, you know. I think it's never going to be a clear straight line on something like this because there is so much suffering that people are going through right now. Yes, yes. But I do think the amount of issues that we've talked about on the show when it comes to values and our collective values like that. I think if those change and towards the good, as my grandma used mm-hmm. to say, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. um then then that's a good thing. You know, it's it's a hard it's a hard thing to balance out. I feel really proud of what we did the last two years. Me too. I really do. I really do. And who knows? Like, I love making stuff with you. I know. I mean, it's not like the door's closed on that at all. No. It's really not. No. All right. So how do we end this? Well, I actually, I, feel like, I only have like, it looks like I'm running out of space on my thing. I have one minute left. Oh, good. It's then like then let's wrap it up. Down. That'll, why, why make it longer than it needs to be? Um, thank you so much for listening. Please send us an email if you think we... If you have other questions or you just want to comment, um, I will make sure Jen gets those emails, too. It is hello at stableg.com. That is hello at S-T-A-B-L-E-G.com. You can find me mostly on Twitter at Manoush Z, M-A-N-O-U-S-H-Z. Jen, do you want to tell people where they can reach you? Yeah, Twitter is uh, at J-Poyant. That's J-P-O-Y-A-N-T. She's on there a lot. We're both on there, like, pretty regularly. It's a good place to talk to us. Um, Zigzag will continue. It won't—we don't know what that will look like, but it'll—something's going to happen there. I'll keep you posted on that. And um, I'm, I'm, i got to get back into the newsletter routine. I, I kind of didn't have anything to say when this pandemic happened. <laughs> I just decided to be quiet. Um, but I think I'm, I'm building back a, a voice. I'm not sure yet. Um, but, yeah— Should we say goodbye? All right, let's say goodbye for now. Yeah, let's say goodbye for now. Goodbye for now. (laughs) Goodbye for now. We love you guys. 
I love you too, Manoush. <laughs> Goodbye for now. <laughs> I love you guys. Love you too, Jen. <laughs>